It can't be that time of the week again. It is. It's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jody Rainsford and David Hellard. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your favourite time of the week. It's the Bad Boy Running Podcast. I think that that intro is the sort of thing that used to when you start going la 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 ladies <laughs> you didn't used to have the gentleman bit on it when you were younger i've got to use it somewhere you know i'm so practiced with it i've got to somehow i can't just lose that noise it's, it, it means too much to me la la la, la ladies <laughs> hellard is here <laughs> why are there sirens and screaming and running why <laughs> It's like Beirut back in the. <laughs> I could I could clear a club in seconds just with that call. In fact, that's how I used to earn a living. Um, at at, at uh, ten past two when it was last orders, I'd just come in. It's it's almost it's almost to say you've got the camel toe that will pull you. Uh, you know, to to a greater speed, but also what you need. People need to have like um, uh, like an MP3 of you going la 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 lady. So it also has that push element to it. Go what is hell on here? You just run a little bit faster, get you across that line a bit quicker. Absolutely, we need to copyright this. I know this is it. all these ideas come up. The thing the thing is, we come up with these shit ideas, and you actually turn them into products. <laughs> But loses me a huge amount of money. Absolutely. <laughs> but you're feeding the economy of China. That's the important thing. <laughs> That's why China's now a superpower. It's based it's on a... <laughs> all my money going to them. <laughs> the GDP's on it 11% a year, mainly because of camel toes and, and whatever your next product's called. Well, I, sh- I, should, I should own a house by now. But oh, in fact, I've, I've just decided on the name today Caffeine Bullet. Caffeine Bullet. I love yeah, that. That's um, a good one. That's a good one. You know what's well, in it. Yeah, it's a bullet. Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it if you call it caffeine bullet and there's no signs of caffeine in it at all. <laughs> it's just, it's, um, it's just, just like got soy filler written on the bullet. <laughs> well, it's, I trounce, my heart was a trounce because I, I just think it's a little bit more sophisticated and we can own it. But it's, it's one of those sad marketing decisions where it's say what you can see the obvious name is often the the right one so caffeine bullet it is caffeine time for bullet. caffeine bullet time caffeine bullet time is that yeah, like googling people is that like hammer time are we gonna see a, this viral video of you in your tight red shorts doing caffeine bullet time i could that'd be quite good if i we could do a pato banton style voiceover like i say it would be it time. would it would be quite good. It would be disturbing. I'm not sure it would be quite good, though. <laughs> well, I think disturbing is a good way to go. It, it, it means people remember. It's the Silic Bang approach to advertising. The Silic Bang. You're the Barry Scott of, of, of running <laughs> manufacturing. <laughs> but um, we, we have a, an extra guest on today, I believe. He's the Hello. yeah. He's, yeah. He's a, he's a, oh, it's the third member of the Bad Boy Running Podcast team. It's producer Eddie. Hey, welcome, Eddie. Hello, everyone. Eddie, you're looking different to last time we saw you. More tired. 
<laughs> well, tired. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. You were looking pretty tired uh, uh, before, but now, wow. <laughs> a kind of haunted look in my eyes. Whenever I look into the distance, you can see I've run over 20 miles. Oh, well, I believe congratulations are in order. <laughs> Super congratulations, Mr. Eddie. Thank you very in much. Fact, it's quite weird. It's a weekend where all three of us have raced. <gasps> Has that ever happened before? I don't know. What happens when that ha- when There's got to be a special word for that. Is that the fourth horseman of the apocalypse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the three must get beers. <laughs> mm. Have you heard that before? You haven't just made that up. No, I didn't. I, I just did it now. I thought, what can I, what can I use? What words? Um, but, uh, well, congratulations, Eddie. Amazing. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank so you. for those that don't know, Eddie has run his first marathon. So if, you, if you're listening Maybe for... Last. If you're, if you're listening for the first time, I'd go back and listen to the one before you did it um, in yeah. order for this all to make perfect sense. But yeah, I got lots of, uh, lots of quality information from, from you two. I, um, I acted on half of it. And then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Which, Which half? <laughs> <laughs> so go on. So explain to it. So, um, right, first question then. What do you think about running a marathon? just insane i I think um oh i don't know how to describe it i think i i walked a lot of the end yeah after i've gone 20 miles there there was okay let me start again it was just incredibly (laughs) it was it was all about emotion it was nothing to do with my legs it was all about first i was excited then i wasn't then i was more excited than I wasn't and then I could finally think I could walk the rest sweeper bus won't pick me up I'm gonna finish you know, that yeah. kind of thing so god yeah it was and is it as you expected no not at all oh, really it was yeah I mean it was I, I knew it was gonna be hard and I, and I knew I was gonna have to like everyone had told me I was gonna hit a wall if I didn't hit a wall it was still this kind of mental thing you had to do yeah and I mean I hit the wall and it was the mental thing and I, I like everyone had warned me for it but I, I still wasn't prepared for it it was still like you have to fight to finish this you don't it's, it's not just do the training and turn up on the day so, just do the training turn up on the day with your head in the game yeah and so um what was the what was the hardest part for you then what was it in between certain miles um yeah I'd say about so I I, I was running with my cousins yeah. and we started off at, at 5.30 per kilometre pace um which was my plan yeah but i i i was injured two weeks ago so i haven't been doing speed work or any I, of I my hope you, men- I hope you mentioned all of this to him as you were going into the race well, i hope there was plenty, <laughs> plenty of chat about the sort of injury well, exactly how you, know, how you might not even be you might not even start there was there, physio- yeah exactly it's a miracle i'm here That's the, no my um I, I'd, I'd had a physio appointment on friday and he taped up my leg and my friend had, had offered me his his compression calf guards but i couldn't wear them because otherwise it would cover my tape and people wouldn't know i was injured so I had oh, to, yeah yeah it's important the tape on the outside of the calf guard <laughs> yeah so i didn't wear the calf guard. but yeah so yes yeah, so I, was, I was injured two weeks before so i would i've always been planning to a five minute 30 kilometer pace to try and get under four hours uh for like my entire plan but like i pretty much didn't do any running or cardio for like the last two weeks so um did that mess with you mentally as well yeah it's because on my plan it said by the end of this week you should be starting to feel the spring back in your legs and all i could feel was the pain in my ankle and i was like i can't i can't feel anything like it just hurts yeah i have to walk funny to do this so yeah 
Yeah, so we started off at five minute thirty kilometer pace, and then I've got the exact statistics for you here. I loaded them up. <laughs> uh, about, uh, I managed that pace for the first fifteen kilometers, yeah. and then I started dropping off, and like my ankle was twinging a little bit. Yeah. So I, my my next few kilometers are like six minutes, and then it's quite it early on, isn't it, to be yeah to feel that way. Yeah, so so eight miles in, um, they they were like, okay, we're going to stick to this. I was like, it's fine, it's your race, just go. It's your race too. So they so they kind of took off, and I watched them get further and further away. Um, and so that was hard at like eight miles because at eight miles, yeah, like my plan was to stick stick with them until the halfway point, and then I would slow down and they would speed up. Was the idea, um, but I didn't. It was just eight miles, and then they start to go, and it was like this isn't even the halfway point. Like I'm not feeling tired, but I'm feeling in, my ankles feeling in pain. So it was like it was everything just started clouding on me at eight miles. Oh um, wow! Which which was tough, but then that's why it was kind of this rocky thing because I expected that to come and hit me at 17 miles. Yeah. But having had it at eight, at 13, I was like finally done halfway. The elites have finished, but you've finally done halfway. <laughs> and then and then by the time I got to 17, I was like, well, this is how I felt since mile eight. So like, I'm not hitting a wall. I'm just <laughs> off. Um, That's a good way of thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, so 17 miles wasn't that hard. I mean, because, because my, my tough moment happened eight miles in, Yeah. I think I was really fighting for the next two miles. And like my, that, that was just as I ran past my parents and apparently they, they said, Oh shit. Like, he doesn't look <laughs> or... Did they say that to you? No, 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 no. They're like, well, you can do it. And then afterwards they told me. Like, <laughs> I, we were I, really worried at that point. I think that's, you know, I, that's exactly what happened when I did my first marathon. My parents looked at me and I was like sort of stumbling about and they were like, whoa. You know, they, and they saw me like about 16 or 17 miles and they're like, whoa, we've never like seen you like this before. It's yeah. like you're going to die. And it, it yeah. must be pretty worrying for them. But yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> so yeah, eight, eight miles in, I was, it was bad. So bet- eight, between miles eight and 10, it was... It was tough, but it was a last-minute decision to take my phone with me, actually, and I'm really glad I did because as soon as, as I was starting to feel really bad and then I was like, actually, put my headphones in, yeah. I'll listen to something. So I put on, I put my podcast and just let them roll through. Ended up listening <laughs> to a, a Bad Boy Running podcast. Yeah. And it was, I, I, think, I think in one of them, you're like, um, has, Eddie, has Eddie run his marathon already? And I was like, I'm running it right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was uh that was that was nice. But yeah, I was I was listening to those for like the next like couple of hours and wait, then for wait, the last wait, wait, wait. You were listening to the same podcast that you edit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, guys, it's it's a quality podcast. It's it's worth it's worth re listening to. Did you get to bits where you thought, Oh, nicely edited Eddie? <laughs> yeah. 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 On the oh, 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 that they, was they, they, that. They, that was they, disastrous they until unlivable. I touched it. That was disastrous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not getting sued for that one. Yes, <laughs> nice, nice cover. <laughs> no yeah so yeah so that that was really nice listening to that for a couple of hours and then for the last hour and a half i put on some music and uh and start singing along because by that point i'd changed to a run walk yeah my okay. plan was to just trudge out the entire thing but i found that if i was like if i was running so i did like two minutes walking six minutes running yeah, like yeah. and obviously the walking got longer longer by the end so it was like four minutes walking four minutes running but I found that that was really motivational for me to keep running because then I knew I only had to run to the end of that four minutes. I didn't have to 
run to the end of the, end of the marathon. So it, that goes, was, it goes quicker as well when you do that, don't you? The, you know, you're like running for four minutes, but you're just hoping that four minutes is up quicker so you can walk again. So I don't know, this, yeah, psychologically, exactly. it, yeah, yeah. it works, doesn't it? it? It was, yeah, exactly. And, um, and, and by the time I reached 20 miles, I was kind of counting down the 10 kilometers in my head. Yeah. So at some point I did some mental maths and thought, okay, if I do this, I'll, I'll still finish in decent time. So then my run, my, my walks got longer because I was like, I can afford, I can afford it. And I know I'll finish this way. And then by the time I got to 24 miles, I don't know, I had a bit of a, a teary moment at 24 because I was like, I could, <laughs> I could crawl the wet, the rest and I'm not going to get picked up by the sweeper bus. Like I'm going to finish <laughs> yeah. now. Like I could forward roll it. I'm not going to, but I could and I'd still finish. <laughs> so um, it, that, that was really nice to be like, finally yeah four, four months of of sacrificing all of this stuff just and now i'm gonna finally finish a bloody thing it's always <laughs> and, um, yeah it's always that point isn't it where you go where you, know, you go through the whole roller coaster and that's that's the great thing about it and you get to that point where you know that well especially if it's like a, if it's one where you're out and back or you're going in a big circle where you're going well i'd have to walk back to the end anyway so even yeah. if I did that, I'm still going to finish the damn thing. Yeah. And so exactly. yeah, there's it's that point where you hit, you just like nothing is going to stop me from finishing this now. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Oh, well, we were speaking of that out and back thing. There are a f- quite a few points like that all along the route. So it was really nice to see to see the elites go past. I was like, holy shit, that's incredible what they're doing. <laughs> um, it was nice to see after my cousins had gone a bit ahead of me. It was nice to see where they were. Um, and like wave at them as, as you go past and stuff. That was actually pretty good for morale. Um, and then also there was the, have you heard of the 401 challenge? The guy doing 401 marathons in yeah, 400 days. Yeah. yeah, he's insane. Amazing. He overtook us early on when, like he overtook me whilst I was still with my cousins. So before the eight mile mark and, uh, and then, and then I saw him going backwards and forwards and I was like, this is his like 393rd marathon. It's a really incredible. Oh, that race. close? Yeah, he's really close. He's about a week out wow. now. It's, it's insane. So like just, um, and also he, he overtook me from the back of the pack because he stayed at the start line to high five everyone as they went past. And then he started <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is insane. His gun time's going to be off, but his, his provisional time's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And how did how did you like in terms of the pain and the emotion? Is because eight miles is so early to hit that because yeah. you're not even a third of the way through. Yeah. Were, were there any points when you thought, no, I'm not going to make this? The eight eight miles, like I I didn't think I wasn't going to make it because I hadn't hit the wall because I'd carb the day before. My energy was still fine. It was kind of because I don't run. My muscles were like, what's happening? And my ankle was starting to flare a bit. So I was just like, oh Christ. Um, there was, there was a point, I'd, I'd say if there was a point where I thought I wasn't going to make it, it was the eight or nine mile mark, but I never thought I wasn't going to finish cause I still had the energy. I yeah. just didn't have the kind of, my mind was just like, Oh, why, why am I doing this? Why are you, here? <laughs> you should have done the half, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but actually, yeah, it's, it's been, it, it was amazing going over the half and doing the, the full thing and i'm so pleased i've i've ticked it off finally and i think and that'll what, be encouragement. when you cross the line how'd you feel what happened oh oh the ending was amazing it was spectacular because my dad and a family friend were waiting at the 26 mile mark 
Um, and so he he ran about 100 meters with me and then obviously the barriers come in. And honestly, I was so shocked by the end of by the end of it that at 26, I think I walked uh, like from halfway of the 25 mile to the 26 mile marker. That's my dad there, and he he um, like ran with me, so he was almost pacing me the last 100 meters because I, I was thinking I might not run until I get to the barriers and people are there to see me because I was like I'm just so <laughs> yeah. dead. But my dad and my family friend um like ran me to the barriers and then once you're at the barriers luckily i'd i got my name on my t-shirt so yeah. everyone was like Eddie, Eddie. <laughs> that was amazing and so they're, they're trying your name and like everyone's cheering and then as you kind of turn the corner i saw about i saw about six people and i thought i'm gonna have them and i absolutely accelerated and i i like I got all of them to the line. I properly sprinted <laughs> past meters. Oh, and actually, on my, I, I think my watch said that like I'm, I'm, I did it in like a three fifty per kilometer pace that last <laughs> bit. <laughs> properly gunned it, which is so much faster than the rest of the marathon was. So, yeah, that was in, that was such a good feeling. Sprint just absolutely great at the end of the line. Yeah, um, especially with your your parents watching as well. Yeah, exactly. This was what the rest of the marathon was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I absolutely sprinted it and then kind of collapsed over the line, fell into a railing, and um, and a, a security guard was like, "You're right, mate." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. It's over." And then, uh, and then when I collected my medal, it was so God, that was amazing. Oh wow! Well done, man. It must be yeah. amazing. First race. What's the What's the medal like? Go on, let's have a look. The medal is. So describe it. Describe it. Oh, that's huge. It's um it's uh, a yeah, it's, Are you sure you're not supposed to mount that on your house? Yeah. It's um it's it's okay, so it's square, there are three people running on it and it's got the Bournemouth pier in the background. Oh, uh, I was uh, trying to think, what would what's important about Bournemouth that you could put on the on the <laughs> I, I, it's well known for strip clubs. Old people. I, Old people oh, and yeah. strip clubs, Tory party conferences, beach, beach huts, yeah. beach, beach huts. Yeah. But like, it's, I mean, it is it is a nice medal. I'm not going to critique my first marathon medal too much, but I thought maybe it that's, could have that's been. Nice. That's, is it heavy? It looks heavy. It's it's weighty enough that I didn't wear it to lectures today. <laughs> so that's, what, uh, what are you going to do with it? Um, I'm going to start mounting my medals because I've got three now. So okay, it's about it's about time I get a, a proper medal hanger. <laughs> oh, you're gonna buy a metal hanger? Okay. Yeah. Metal hanger? I'm an absolute sucker for an Amazon deal, and I'll just I'll spend money on anything. What's a metal hanger? Well, you, like you can get like proper ones. They kind of look like long um, coat hangers, and yeah. then they've just got little hooks on the bottom, and then you hook all of your medals over little things. Oh, really? But then they normally say something inspirational on them. Oh yeah, like run faster or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> run fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're normally something something cheesy. Should we do if, a do-badder it... one where all the hooks just come loose? And it's made so that you just cannot put an Edinburgh Marathon one on there. <laughs> um, yeah, look, actually, talk, talking about that, there was talk uh, on the Facebook group that this was organised uh, by the same people as the Edinburgh Marathon, or there was some sort of link to it. What was, what was the marathon like experience like itself oh. then, in terms of you know, the start and... Uh, the actual course and everything else okay i'm gonna 
they, they, they have asked for feedback and I am actually going to fill in the official form because it, it was actually oh don't really bother well just do it on this just point them to the podcast link him like tweet Martin Yellen listen to this um, <laughs> they, yeah it was really really good start they started on time which is always nice there's no like extra waiting around with nerves everyone what? goes off at exactly the same time wait wait wait, so... wait, wait, wait. What, what's, what do they do in the pre bit because that, that tells you a lot about the marathon what they do do they do they have a, a mass warm up or is it just no. people milling about or what is there anything no, it, yeah it's it's just kind of um it was it was you were, you were sent your number and allocated a pen before like t- oh, yeah. it was sent to your house so there was no sign in or anything like that which i thought was was actually pretty good yeah. and then you just kind of turned up and walked to your pen and like your pen i think was based on your your time that you said you're going to run yeah yeah i was obviously quite far back and so then when the when the time check goes off everyone just kind of goes off at the same time which i thought everyone was going to go off in different stages but it was actually it was, it was fine we we're all spread out toilet situation um, at the start good or bad good i'd taken some emodium so all right. i was nice. i d- didn't really need it anyway that was uh toilet, toilet situation seemed okay there were quite long queues but they had some uh, at the baggage area and then they also had some toilets at the start line as well so it was fairly spread out with people that like last minute people and then last last minute people um doing the toilet breaks etc so it was okay what what i never understand about running a marathon and it only seems to happen at like marathon distance is the amount of times you need to go for a wee like literally (laughs) if you've got 10 minutes to go you'll have like five more wees or something yeah it's it's incredible i don't know what whether your body does something out of nerves or something else but the amount of wees that you need in that it's like your body's going i will have no water whatsoever in my body before we start this race yeah, I could, I could, I felt that so much. I was like, I need a wee, but I know it's all in my mind. I need a wee, but I know it's all in my mind. So, yeah. And so, did it, did it run out of water on the course? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> surprising. It was amazing. I even managed to pick up extra water when I needed it. It's insane. It was because it was quite a hot day. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't carry a water bottle, and I, I think that was fine. Yeah. Um, and there were there were quite a lot of water stops, and they were really well stocked actually because they're the li- little bottles about this this big, so you could just yeah. kind of. Have like neck it and then throw it um and the assistants were good in that they undid every bottle and then held out so you didn't have to fiddle around with anything and near the end i was like can i have a second bottle of water mate and he was like yeah yeah do you want four i was like no no (laughs) 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 so yeah that was a surprise but what, what would you say went well and what would you change about me or about 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 your prep yeah about about the prep yeah um i think i would train for my easy long runs i'd train slightly faster if i was going to go for the same pace because for my easy long runs i'd do six minutes 30 a kilometer when i was aiming for five minutes 30 at um the actual marathon and i don't know i i think that was fine but i think next time if i was aiming for five minutes 30 again i'd, I'd train for six minutes on my on my long runs and do six minutes a kilometer because i just i don't know i've Everyone said that your speed and your endurance was all going to come together, but it just, I don't know, it kind of didn't. No, it really did. uh, I don't know. I but just... then if, if you had two weeks off, that's it's going to make a yeah, massive difference. That was, that was big. Because I mean, you lose 10% a week at least. So. Yeah, exactly. So, no, okay, yeah, I, I, I do see what I mean. Maybe I could keep the training the same, but um but yeah that, that that's what i would do i think i'd train my long runs slightly faster because even when i was doing the easy long runs i did i did feel like oh this is kind of slow yeah. so maybe next time i will push it a bit f- further um but maybe... actually 
what you should because it sounds like that's the right speed to do it but it might be that you can up the amount of other training that you do midweek because you really it's, it's just about time and your feet the long distance a lot of it until you're up to the mileage you need to be at which point you can start running the, the final third harder but okay. maybe it means you should push more on your tempo run and your interval runs midweek okay. yeah. so that you're really tired when you get to the, so you're still tired when you get to the long run and maybe do a park run on the Saturday where you're, you're absolutely caning it so, yeah. that you, so that when you are running your long run you are going a minute slower is because okay. I'd, I'd suggest probably a minute slower a mile Right, uh, maybe right. not a minute a k so but okay. it's it's not a huge difference but um you you shouldn't really be able to go that close to your your math and pace okay um if you are you should potentially look to do a quicker math and pace okay no okay all good information for what did, what did you what do you think went well what do i think went well um fact i finished to be honest like following the training plan for the, <laughs> yeah. for the, for the four months that went yeah. well yeah because actually um my girlfriend reminded me that on on the day she said well do you remember last year we we're sat on a park bench in rome and i saw these two people run around the park like three times yeah and i was like oh, i'd never do that <laughs> and this year at the same time i was running a marathon so I, I i i can't really say what went well because i wasn't even running this time last year yeah. And um, yeah, so I don't know. Sticking to the plan, I stuck to the plan really well. Yeah, yeah. I always managed to get my four runs in. I think there were like two weeks where I did three runs, yeah. and then all the other times I did every single run apart from obviously the last two weeks. And even then, I tried to go to the gym and do stuff on on uh, on the rowing machine and the, the bike, the bike. But that felt like <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really do it. But I yeah. What was the what was the most surprising thing that you just wouldn't have expected, like from the marathon experience? Um, how much of a how much of a kick that music gives you at the end? Because the reason why I I say it's surprising is that oh actually sorry two things I know you said the most and it was superlative okay. but I'm going to say two things. So firstly is the music that yeah. after I I was still like an hour before I finished it yeah. really motivated me to run and I. It just made me realise that I was like, actually, maybe, maybe it is all in my head. Like, if I can run this fast just because music's pushing me, then surely I could have run this fast without the music. Had you, had that, you chosen specific songs for that time? Um, just just songs I like, quite upbeat songs. Um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna do a shout out to to Tom Dark and the, and the Monkey Tennis podcast because I'd 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 watched uh, that Alan Partridge film the yeah. the like night before, and so I had. Um, what's it called you're the voice by john farnham on because that's what oh, classic uh, that's what, yeah that's what alan partridge was, was listening to in one of his <laughs> <laughs> so that, that really inspired me so you sang it out loud yeah i did partridge. i did you're i did harnessing partridge twice. to get you across the line that's amazing <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah I, I sang it once or twice and the woman in front of me jumped so i was like, oh sorry <laughs> I do that. but so yeah so that and then the second thing which surprised me was how much cheering really helped like people yeah. cheering your name and it's like especially with uh, wearing the Macmillan shirt is like you didn't want to let them down yeah and I'm just really glad that two last minute decisions really helped because the music helped and I wasn't gonna take my phone and then I just did I just picked up um, my mum's running armband on the day I was like mum just go borrow this and then also the name on my T-shirt. I didn't have a name on my T-shirt, but I was around my cousins the day before. And they're like, oh, um, 
Johnny's going to do it. Do you want to cut out your name too? I was like, oh yeah, why not? And then I ironed it on like less than 12 hours before the race started. And then it was one of the most useful things because especially... Did you find that even when you were walking? Because I, I sometimes, if I've ever been in a really bad state, I just want to be left alone. Yeah, um, yeah nearer the, near the end when I was at like 20 miles, I found that when I was walking people being like oh go on you can do it and it's like i'm taking my designated four minute walk (laughs) (laughs) you can do it it's like you run it (laughs) i think that i'm not sure that's anything to do with your name i think that's just this helpful comment they go just around the next corner and you're mile like 12 or something oh right i'm gonna say when i when i did my first marathon having my name on the um on the top made a massive difference i mean at london i mean if you're a race where there's a lot of people a lot of yeah. support. I would take it the support was excellent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then having the name on there makes difference. Although it's a bit weird when you start off because people are shouting yeah. your name. You know, and you just like. Well, at first, I, 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 I couldn't understand how everyone knew my name, and then I remembered it and <laughs> I went onto my top. But it does make it. It is a boost. It really is a massive boost um, to have like have that element in there. Yeah, and and Bournemouth was nice because. It was a sunny day, so there were just beachgoers as well who weren't expecting to be involved, <laughs> but, but clearly had, and like they were just cheering you on as well. It's like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> it's quite funny. See, did you see any good signs? Um, no, no, I don't think I did. It was a bit. I was look. I was on the lookout. It's a bit disappointing, oh. but, but no, yeah. Um, oh, actually, one good thing about having your name on when you're walking is that if I was just reaching the end of my walking break and they just. If, and they were like, oh, go, Eddie. And then I started running. They were like, yeah. <laughs> they think they'd affected <laughs> you. Yeah. I've changed his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I helped him on. They'll go back and they'll tell their children, I remember the day or oh, I helped someone finish a marathon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that story eventually turned into, oh, I ran the marathon. It's like, well, you just cheered me. But <laughs> so, how, so what did you do once you finished? You crossed the line, you're feeling great. Did you go out for a meal? Did you get straight on the booze? Did you just collapse oh, in a bath? I, I collapsed. Yeah, I just, I just, I was, I went straight to a massage tent. Got a massage. Ooh. Most painful thing. <laughs> the second I, painful thing that day. I never understand why people have massage straight after a marathon, or why they it's, even encourage it. Well, my well, my physio encouraged it because the the ankle injury isn't actually my ankle; it was my calf, and it was oh, okay. it was like he he thought I'd twisted the muscle early on in training, and then during a heavy week, the injury showed itself, and so it's just a really tight twisted calf muscle and so he recommended that i do get the massage straight afterwards so that it doesn't flare up again and were they um, were they good quality massages or were they massages from people who are literally in the second week of learning <laughs> well, I th- I <laughs> you know the I ones that it's just they're putting their hands on you they're not really sure about other human contact type ones but it still hurts like hell yeah <laughs> yeah no, it, was, it was one i think it was one qualified professional and then one intern all oh, right and, <laughs> They're both going for it. And like they, they put oil on my leg and I was like, is it not wet enough? Like <laughs> just ran a marathon, mate. Why are you oiling my calves? But yeah, no, it was um it's kind of useful. So then uh, after that I went home and just destroyed the lasagna. Oh, um, that's a good post race <laughs> meal, lasagna. Such, yeah. Lasagna, garlic bread, little bit of salad. So I could pretend I was healthy. And then um after I'd like showered and everything, I had a nine AM lecture the day after so i had to go back to cardiff and i was thinking about taking a train but it's 
I, I couldn't walk. So my parents drove me there and then drove themselves back again on the same day, which is wow. so nice of them. So I finally the fell things, into... The things you'll go to just to get your parents to drive you back to you. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I'll run a marathon. That's the only reason. Yeah. Was but, that because of muscle tightness or because of the injury? Uh, I think it was because of muscle tiredness by that point. Yeah. I don't. My my legs fine today, and so I think yeah, I think it was just fatigue at that point. Yeah, so I I finally collapsed in Cardiff at like nine p.m. and and ordered a delivery of KFC to my house. So, <laughs> so, even though I'd had Shit, so chicken much box or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, by halfway through the car journey, I was like, I am starving again. <laughs> so I ordered like a mighty bucket for one, like to my house. Oh, amazing. Oh, oh wow. I thought, I thought I'd get full, but I didn't. Like, I had all of it. <laughs> and wasn't it also free chicken wings, hot wings this weekend as well? Yeah, yeah, free hot wings. I'm really oh, you know. Oh. Yeah, anyway. Not that I know, but, you know, not that I saw the advert and thought, holy shit, balls, that's incredible. <laughs> so, have you, have you done these stairs today? Oh, God, have I done stairs today? Yeah, some of my lectures were upstairs, and and I find going upstairs is fine, but coming downstairs mm. is so painful, because, like, going upstairs, there's no, there's no impact, and then yeah. coming downstairs, I don't know. I've looked like a, such an invalid all day. Yes, it's so, so much harder. It's, it's actually, it's going to be tomorrow. It's even worse. It's a second really? day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was going to sleep so well last night. I, I did fall asleep really quickly, but I kept waking myself up because every time I rolled over, I'd hurt myself because my muscles were so tired. <laughs> my side, I'd be like, oh, God, my abs. So I just wake myself up. That's the thing about if you do London or I, I guess any big city marathon where you stay in the city, the next morning there's all these people hobbling around. It's quite funny. But then also you can see all these people who are almost want you to see them hobbling. Yeah. They're, they're like, yeah, yeah. he's just run a marathon because I can't walk. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you should say that. The Cardiff half was on the same day as the Bournemouth marathon. And so I was telling some of my friends that I was going to be doing a marathon and they're like, Oh, do you mean the half? I was like, no, I mean a full marathon. <laughs> Otherwise I would have said half, wouldn't I? <laughs> I mean, do you mean the full marathon? I wouldn't lie and say I'm doing a marathon. Oh, it's a half marathon. Like, so many people in Cardiff will look at you and think, bloody hell, he must be shit to be walking <laughs> yeah. like that after a half. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's, there's an issue, though, isn't there? I mean, while this is all very good and nice that you, you finished it and we should be congratulating yeah. you, you, had, you did ha- actually have an aim with this. I did have an aim. And what was your, your mission was supposed to do something? Oh, my mission was to finish it in four hours and my other mission was to beat my cousins. So, and what did you, how far ahead did your cousins finish? Um, they finished in four fifteen, um, and they were they were actually aiming for a, a four hour marathon, and they were on target for it. But my older cousin, he got I, th- I think something went wrong with his knee, and so halfway through they they had to drop the pace back a bit. And as I was, and I did think actually as I was passing them because it was on one of the final stretches that you ran past each other. I think I ran past them at about like three hours fifty, and I was like, bloody hell, they're gonna have to absolutely PB these last two miles if they're gonna. They're going to cross another four hours. Yeah. To do it in like four minutes. But yeah, so they did it in three hours 15. Um, I didn't, th- in, no, four hours 15. Four hours 15. 
And I did it in four hours forty. So I think it's there for the taking, though. So what? So come on. So this is the question, isn't it? What next? When are okay. you gonna? When are you gonna yeah. reclaim the title? <laughs> I can reclaim the title. Well, over over winter, I'm gonna focus on my ten k time, five k, ten k time, and then next year I'll do a few half marathons, maybe, and then maybe, well, maybe next year I'll do another marathon. But I'll, I'm definitely gonna do you one fit, or two. Fit halves. one in before the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do one or two halves next year. Firstly, to get beer more lovers, medals. Beer exactly. lovers marathon. Beer there's, beer there's one right there. Not gonna, not gonna break four hours on beer lovers, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll do that, and then also some half marathons to try and actually get speed up because I, I, I think I could do it. I could do it, but it's just those weeks that I had out. I'm furious with myself. Obviously, two weeks of no training. Mm. will have such a big impact mentally but physically massively yeah. so i mean i last week i had three weeks not training so three days not training and i came back and i felt horrific so let alone yeah. two weeks yeah so, so uh, yeah right, so, do you think you got the bug then yeah i'm definitely gonna do definitely definitely gonna do more whether i'm gonna do more marathons i am gonna do more marathons but maybe not because before I was thinking, oh, I'm going to do like five next year um, <laughs> and like circled loads. But like now it's going to be like one and some halves. And like I would love to to do an official mar- a half marathon where I broke two hours. That'd be amazing. Because my first, my first half of this marathon, I ran two hours 06. So I think if I ran a half, I think I could break two hours because oh, yeah. I be finishing yeah. soon yeah you so could you could okay. you're, you're you're there almost you know like without yeah. the, without the ankle injury with you know doing like david's a bit more speed work in the yeah. in the week or going a bit harder yeah. yeah i think that's the right thing to do isn't it i was i was yeah. always tempted to go oh, i'm gonna run marathon after marathon after marathon but actually if if your aim is to get your ma- i mean i want to get my marathon time under four hours and uh, you know focusing actually on halves and challenge. tens and i think this is versus jody <laughs> Should we enter the He's same ma- like the first. same marathon next year? Oh yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, then you can pace me. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. We get all three of us doing it. Are you gonna Are you gonna double camel toe? Well, <laughs> what, I'll, what, I'll, what I'll do is I'll run with the bags and the, the toes ready, and then it will get to about mile twenty, and I'll be like, right, who's paying the most? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, also, although another option is. Have you seen um, my my thread on the Facebook where I said I'd I'd done it? Richard McDowell. Have you seen his? Is that his name? I think yeah. it is. Yeah, oh yeah, Rich. He's finished. Didn't I win it or something? Yeah. He, he, I I put side of four hours forty. One of his comments below was, oh, "I finished two hours before you." I was like, "What? He did yeah. two hours forty minutes. He was he seventh, wasn't he, or something? Like, yeah. Second Brit." Yeah, amazing race, amazing race. I was amazed actually because he he was seventh and second Brit. I was amazed there were so many non-Brits. I know. I thought there was a weird way to 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 say that was like in a British marathon. But of course, they must. If it's a fast and flat one, they they normally invite a load of international athletes to run it, don't they? Well, there are a lot of Kenyans there. Then did you? Who are the? Did did they look um, African? The they look African. I was trying to think of a way of saying that. Was they look non-British? Am I going to have to cut that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. Was it, you know what I mean? Did they look like they were Kenyan runners? They announced it. They announced it at the start. They had. They, they were going through who was at the marathon, 
And so they said, so I just went for Jodie to stop crying. <laughs> it, was like, it was like someone's mum trying to say, you know, trying to say in a really smart way, um, were they, um, um, uh, <laughs> you know, from further south. <laughs> they did announce at the start, they've got like, I, I think it was one Kenyan and two Ethiopians or maybe other around. Right. So they, they did have, and then they said they had a strong international field as well. Like um, so yeah, they, Welsh, yeah. Irish. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, lots of Irish guys. No, yeah, so yeah, um, strong, strong competition. Oh, wow. And, um, and, and so, and, and yeah, as, as uh, Jade was saying, I think it's definitely right. People sometimes get obsessed with marathons. And, and partly it's because they're so hard to master. Mm. And as, you've, as you, you, know, you, you realise when you go through that 20-mile barrier, it is yeah. unlike any other race. Yeah. So you get to that point, you're like, oh, man, this is, this is awful. But like, yeah, there's no need. The people have got so many years to master marathons or to do hundreds of marathons. And um, I think it's, it's better to just concentrate on, on doing what you enjoy. I think, or have a real focus that's a goal. And the good thing is as well, if you do a 10K and you want to get a quick 10K time, if you, if you mess up a 10K, you can do it next week and get your target time. If you mess up a yeah. marathon, that's you for the season, really. Yeah, exactly. And actually, as as you're saying about kind of enjoying it, there was there was a moment halfway through where obviously cousins had left me at eight miles. I think about maybe 12, 13 miles. I just really start to relax because I was like, I don't have to hit a time anymore. Yeah, I don't have to cling on. I'm not mm. desperately trying to go for four hours anymore. I can just really enjoy it. And as I was listening to the relaxing podcast or the motivational music, kind of running along this beautiful seafront and stuff, it was yeah, it was really nice just enjoying it rather than really stressing about trying to hit a time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the thing you were talking about music. This reminded me of something, um, and it's partly inspired by the footage of that old bloke dancing at Berlin. Uh, <laughs> Not that absolute legend. What a legend! Yeah, <laughs> um, incredible dancing. But right, so it, it, I think I think you're right. Music it does play a big part. I don't really listen to music um, ever when I go running. But um, if I hear the wrong music, it really annoys me. And so, like, I don't know if it's something like like London. You run round, and then there's there's different type of music. Some play, areas will be playing dance music and, and stuff like that. The things that I really hate are those stomp like bands. <laughs> where they're playing with like that, where they're playing some like, you know, well, you know what stomps like, don't you? Yeah. Which I don't, it's not really, to me it's, to me it's not really music, it's just a load of, you know, the people playing it are enjoying it more than the people listening to it. <laughs> and it's the same old boom, 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 and you're just like, and I don't know why it is, but it just, it winds me up. It's like, I don't want to hear that. Or the other thing is when you have, like, have, they have a jazz band or something, you know, like that sort of like New Orleans, Louisiana style. And you're like, this is not appropriate for running. It's very nice that you've come out and done this, but actually you're ruining my rhythm and I, I don't expect this on a run. I just want dance music or whatever it is that I like. Yeah. Don't you think that's you, the way that it's imposed upon you? It annoys me. You would have hated Miles uh, 20 and 22 because that's exactly where the stomp band was at oh, Bournemouth there's always a stomp band isn't there do you it's, like that the number of times you hear Eye of the Tiger <laughs> <laughs> on London you hear about five or six times on the course like, okay I get it it's a good song but it's just that no other song has been invented it's like yeah <laughs> it's like that Don't Stop Me Now was the one at uh, Bournemouth I kept hearing that 
That, but the thing but, is, I like that song, but it's not a very good running song, is it? I don't <laughs> no, think. I don't there's know. no pace. No, it wasn't wasn't good for any kind of rhythm. Yeah. Do you think we should set up a, a music stage at a marathon with the worst songs possible? <laughs> really depressed, like, slow down. Radiohead. It'd just be played like yeah, Radiohead. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's, oh, there's, there's, there's a song. I, I can't remember what it's called, but... It's, it's, it's this woman who's using loads of running analogies for how her like a relationship is slowing down. And it's like, I've hit the wall and I can't go on or something like that. And I listened to that on one of my training runs and was like, this is dismal. This is a wor- <laughs> he doesn't give me enough God. electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, so wow. that's good. Oh no! I well, I, I congratulations. Wish I, was, yeah, I wish I was doing a marathon. It were like your first marathon again. It is. We've talked about this loads. Like how brilliant it is when you first did it, and I'm glad you've had a yeah. good first experience in Edinburgh yeah. or another marathon like that. wasn't wasn't your first yeah. experience of it. It was, it, was, it was just really nice to have the pressure off of like no time. So I think next time, next time will be a bit more like I'm gonna get four hours. Whereas this time, I was like, I'm just gonna relax because I'm having fun with it. Yeah, because the, the other good thing is that you're at the stage now, like you know, that when you run it next time, you could probably knock quite a lot lot off it because you know, yeah, you're, you're much yeah. more you know the, the the sort of the curve of you know being able to make improve, improvements which are going to knock minutes and minutes off it rather than yeah. seconds is you know it's still at that stage um yeah exactly. so it's going to be really motivating to yeah to continue doing that yeah and that's that's before you change anything if you just do exactly the same thing again you'll knock a massive chunk off yeah yeah yeah, yeah. not yeah, wear lady. high don't wear high heels that'll make a massive difference <laughs> yeah wear that's a bad, wrong. bad boy running vest massive difference <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you get free sh- free milkshakes on the way as well, so extra energy. What's the yeah. caffeine bullet? Have a caffeine bullet. Caffeine bullet. <laughs> yeah, you'll be flying. Oh, Absolutely. Could... I've, uh, I've heard rumours someone else has has been running more than a marathon distance this week. Yeah, that's right. Why, why, why was this kept quiet? Oh, Do you know what the pressure was? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Secret Ultras is my, is my new brand. Yeah. When, when did you put it in? When did you make a decision to um, do it? The, uh, the race director, um, a guy called uh, Jay, basically about a month ago, I, yeah. um, I was thinking, actually, I've, my injury's not... I can't, yeah, my, I, I'm feeling all right. Maybe, yeah. maybe I could squeeze an ultra in before because like, we're getting right to the end of the year now. And I thought, oh, I, I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anything to, to run or, you know, I didn't want to run a marathon. Or I just thought, well, I'll do is I'll try and see if I get an ultra in. And I found this one, which is like relatively near, it, it, organised by Sussex Trail Events. And, um, and I emailed him. I said, oh, um, don't, I don't suppose there's any spaces left on it. And he's just like, yeah, we haven't, we haven't sold out quite yet so yeah there you go you got your space uh-huh. so i thought okay we'll uh we'll see how we do we'll see you know and i was thinking i'm just like you know you know how little training i've done um yeah you know, just building up with the with the long runs and stuff um and how so, far yeah, was it 38 oh wow Brilliant. so yes yeah, so the downs downsling culture from um yeah north downs way all the way down to south downs way so down to shoreham um, and I've, I've run that route before. When I was training for the MDS, I ran what I thought was an uphill. I thought it was uphill. Um, yeah. Thinking, okay, well, this will be all right because it's going to be downhill mainly. Um, although when I started running, I was thinking, actually, this is not downhill at all. This, this also seems to be uphill. So through some like, some like weird you know, change in the law of physics, it, it seems sort of uphillish. Um, 
yeah, last little thing. It's just the thing is, it just reminds you what it's like running an ultra again. Just like the people, like all the sort of comments, people, you know, when you see people there, because it's a really good first ultra to do because yeah. it's, it's relatively, it's relatively flat. Um, it's, you know, it's, an, it's, it's below the 50 mile mark. So it's mm. a, that, and actually it's quite an annoying distance at 38. And, uh, and so you get like the, you know, people there, um, you know, doing their first ultras, go, you know, things like, where, where are the, the chip timers? <laughs> like what? <laughs> and well, yeah, where's the start? And you know all this other stuff. You know, like yeah. oh yeah, I can't, I can't believe how much food are at the at the food stations and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and then you know uh, when you're um, so when you're like slogging out like all the because uh, I was quite I think I was quite far back. I don't know. I have no idea what my time is because my shitty tom tom only lasts six hours. So uh, oh god. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, like all the excuses, like all the blokes are making to each other, like you know, really, like two blokes running together. It was hilarious, um, and one of them was going trying to trying to make out that he couldn't go on. Yeah. This was about like mile seventeen, eighteen, and he was doing everything he could to persuade his mate that oh, he, you know, he, he don't know if he can carry on. His mate's going, oh, don't drop out, man, don't drop out. You're going to regret it so much. And so this bloke starts phoning his wife hoping his wife's going to say, oh, if you just want to drop out, I'll come and get you. Like, <laughs> stuff like that. And she wasn't having any of it. She was just like, well, get to the end and you can, you know, he can take, he can bring you home. And he's like, oh, no, I know how busy you are today. You know, you, if you want me back now, then I'll come. And she's like, no, 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 you're fine. He crossed the line eventually. He crossed the line eventually. But it was that typical, like, <laughs> I'm trying to find any excuse to get out of running another 19 and she'd miles. she'd have known that. She'd have known Oh, exactly. No, because what, what they'd have done, because I think most, most uh, it's just it's such an odd group of people who run ultras. A lot of them, you think, oh, you're doing this to escape being with your children and family for a day. <laughs> That's the <laughs> only reason you're doing it. You're out for like 10 hours and stuff. And so they recognise that that's what they're doing. And so when they try and call back for help, they're like, no, 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 you've avoided your family. You are going, you're, you're going to suffer. You are going to suffer the full distance. But no, no, it was good. I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, it, was, it was really painful. Really, and I'm today. I take a day off work today. <laughs> Injury wise, or, or just just fitness wise? Uh, um, fitness wise, fine. Um, it's, it's just conditioning. Okay. Just conditioning, yeah. lack of conditioning. Well, I mean, like bits of me are hurting that have never really hurt. Like my feet are hurting, which I've never had that problem before. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, thirty-eight miles in the bag. He's that back. Is brilliant. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. Work. So that that was silence the haters. That was silent. You you know who we're talking about as well. The haters. <laughs> the haters. Well, I, I know specifically who it is. Um, it's it's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Even him. I, I, I promise I wouldn't say this. <laughs> but we were lying in bed, and she went, she went, oh my god. Jodie's running ultra marathon, and she's on her face. It's like what? And she gets and it's next weekend. She's doing lakes in a day, oh, yeah. um, and she's really not been training. She had exams. She goes, "Well, I don't feel so bad about lakes in a day now. If Jodie can do that, I can do lakes in a day, no problem." <laughs> so it's, it's it's haters like that you can get. Off your oh, back. that's brilliant! That was that's, that's that adding another one to the list actually. So that's perfect. Yeah. So does this mean have you been hiding a lot of other? ultra plans no from no, no i haven't i really haven't no. okay are you has it made you think yeah i'm back in it now let's let's sign up some more or are you gonna give it a bit more time do you think no i've been i've been doing that thing with libby by going um 
right, there's a, there's a weekend in November. Just keep it free. Just keep it free. And she goes, well, what's it for? I go, I'll let you know after Sunday. Uh, there's a weekend. <laughs> there's a weekend in March. Just keep that free. I'll let you know after Sunday. So yeah, the main thing, the main thing was to whether I could get through it without like injury recurring, like how I felt about it, and actually, you know, finishing it. Because like, remember the last, the last ultra I did, I DNF'd, and so it's just getting that out of the way. Of course. Oh wow. <laughs> Are you back in it now? Back in it. Back in the game. It's a good. Fantastic. It was a good ultra. Good ultra. I, you know, um, yeah, Sussex Trail events. Do you get medals on ultras? Oh, that's it. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, it literally is just a medal. Just a medal and a t-shirt. And I think they might have... Oh, where is it? <laughs> wait, wait there. Let me just... Let me go and get it. <laughs> think it's going to be plastic. I, the thing is, that ultras, they, they seem to alternate between either incredibly cool kick-ass medals or a really cheap and really underwhelming for what you've done <laughs> because ultras often costs pounds yeah you, know, you can do an ultra for like 20 quid and so in the same way we do the beerathon for example you, our medals cost one pound each and it's similar sometimes so you do feel a bit cheated when you've done all of that running get to the end and go all right i'm not even gonna hang this up <laughs> so yeah so you know ultras there's more important things in an ultra than say the medals and, and other things but so they sort of do <laughs> i don't know how many ultras i've run where the medals haven't come across from china in time and stuff like that but i think when they when they ordered this um this medal um they probably saw it and they thought oh, it's beautiful it's a it's a lovely medal you know we're so pleased to get it and then when it turned up they probably opened the box and went um i thought they were going to be a bit bigger and so <laughs> wow, that's quality. I mean, it's beautiful, but you know, you really have to. It's it's like the tiniest, tiniest metal ever. It's like a brooch. It's a brooch. It's like inversely proportional to the distance. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would be massive. <laughs> yeah. So um. So yeah. No, it was good. It was a good race. Nice. Enjoyed it. But I did that. Amazingly, I did that thing um, that you just mentioned. Is that you know I didn't give it, I didn't give a shit about my time. Didn't give a shit about people overtaking me and stuff like that until it got to the, like the last sort of half mile, and then I saw three people behind me, and I must have sprinted like three people who were just overtaken. I just thought I'm not I'm not going to let them overtake me, and I must have sprinted, and I was just I was in pieces at the end because I decided to do the sprint. I don't know why. I don't know what it is that overtakes. I'm like, I'm going to have some semblance of competitiveness at the end of <laughs> just this. Just for the last two minutes. <laughs> I want, exactly, for two minutes. I want, to, I want to cross the line. I want everyone to cheer. Yeah. So um, I think it, it means you then, when you cross the line, you actually get to meet the people. And you've got that moment of, yeah, I beat you guys. Whereas if you're competitive the whole race, you're not going to meet half the people you've beaten. So you, for the amount of effort, for the amount of gloating you can get, it's quite a high payoff. I like the idea. What I thought, I thought, when I get to the end, I'm going to rush up and then I'm going to stand there and clap them. And I did it so hard, I couldn't stand up anymore. And I was lying on the floor. <laughs> because it was, I was lying on the floor. And like, what was it called? The paramedic comes over. She goes, does anything hurt? And I go, no, just one thing. Everything. My body. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling now, then? Um, I feel all right, actually. I just... I did. I had the same thing um, last night. Trying to sleep. Well, I don't know which which way you rolled. It just hurt. <laughs> but yeah, I feel I feel pretty good. I'm pretty yeah, pretty pleased that I've done it and everything. So um, 
And has it reminded you of your love of, of ultras, or has it, has it made you think, oh, why um, did I do those? Between <laughs> miles 8 and um, 32, um, I hated ultras. Um, and I wonder why the fuck I was doing this in the first place and fuck everyone um, who ever mentions ultras to me ever again and then in those bits before and after I was absolutely fine fell in love with it again you know so you, enjoy, you enjoyed 14 miles <laughs> no, no I did yeah, that's it that's it yeah, yeah. yeah. God. you should maybe do a half marathon you enjoy it all sounds <laughs> <laughs> um, like the solution <laughs> yeah, oh, this, it's just like a, it's not where well, it wasn't really like a roller coaster because I've been through it all before, but there were bits of it that reminded me, you know, that it was like rediscovering stuff for the first time. And it was only what, 18 months ago, or whatever, like around the last one, but it felt like it was like discovering stuff again. And uh, and I was, I was like mild surprised at how how sort of strong I felt, even though I feel awful today, um, even though I was like incredibly slow, but yeah. how you know, I wasn't like stumbling along or you know it wasn't a fitness thing it was just a conditioning thing so so yes so um so yeah more of those booked in and um getting quicker that's going to be my my next aim so what did you what were you up to this weekend I had the major series all right so what what is that what is that major series that is the major series thing yeah so it's the bmf it's an obstacle race but it's it's quite a gentle one so there's it's it's more focused on fun so there's nothing particularly challenging and um, very muddy. And in fact, Tom Dark was there. Oh, we've yeah. Already you, the uh, you assault- Actually, that's something I thought about. When I finished the race, I thought I could have been covered in a dry robe now if, <laughs> if so I got to act together. But yeah, you were, you were sharing dry robes. Yeah, his, he, he, has a, he was there with a friend who apparently hates them. And uh, so, what? Just the just the principle of it, I think it was, <laughs> rather than based on any act. Because well, it's no, all... he has a point. <laughs> yeah, I can understand why he says he's been to to up to races, and there's people in dry robes hanging around, like, "Well, look at me in my dry robe." Which is which is how you feel when you're in a dry robe. You, you get Larry. Hey, look at me. <laughs> And it's just it, you don't even have to say the words. You just look at people <laughs> and you pity them for not being in one, and that comes across. You come across as smug. Is there with you, is, everyone? Is there such thing as a dry robe strut? <laughs> probably is actually. Yeah, I mean, it's the way you look anyway is because you look so much broader than anyone else. But um, we, so that's why I got Tom to wear it, and then I got his mate to to try and put it on, and he was uh, he, he was just. He, I think he was a contrarian anyway. He didn't want to like it. He didn't want to um, like it, even though he did. He was what he was permanently fighting, <laughs> fighting against a, a, a real love of it. Yeah, and, he was. Yeah, yeah. And when you saw Tom, did you explain to him why um, why you kept calling him Ian? But I think I only did once. <laughs> the trouble was, he only listened to the first half of that podcast, and in the second half, I'd gone, yeah. "Oh shit, sorry, I called I called Tom Ian," but he hadn't listened to that bit. Oh, hadn't so, he? Yeah, the, oh. No. The, yeah, um, that was a little bit awkward. Eddie, Eddie says to me, um, earlier on in the podcast, uh, David calls Tom Ian. I go, oh, leave it in. He calls him, he, he corrects it later. <laughs> <laughs> Did you edit out the correcting bit? No, 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 didn't edit out the correcting bit. <laughs> that would have been funny, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. No, but, but yeah, I was, you, you talk too fast. So it was like, Ian Dark. I was like, oh, God, I can't. Can I cut Tom into that? I don't know if I can even cut Tom into that. It was too quick. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's too much effort as well, isn't it? <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, it's a good race. It was, unfortunately, did my, did my ankle again. What? Um, the same ankle yeah, injury? Yeah, it's just quite. It's, it's never going to be fully strong or anything ever in my life. But oh, it, it's something to do with, where were we? Tunbridge Wells. The area around there is 
based on clay. So it means when you're running down some of the tracks, normally if it's uneven, you're okay because the ground gives a little bit, and so you're going to get a your the weight's going to be spread over quite a wide area whereas with this you just looked at points like there's no way i can run down this without my ankle probably going so yeah i had to pull up at one point and i was gonna i was gonna pull out and then i was like come on man the head out hell out <laughs> so <laughs> carried on going still turned it another two or three times and um it's one of those ones where you almost wanted cold water just to so your ankle would wouldn't yeah. hurt quite as bad when was the last time you dnf'd you became quite prolific at it for a while yeah, I, I, it must have been a while now, wasn't it? I, I don't know. Yeah, it'd, it'd be a very long time. Um, well, the DNFs I used to do in obstacle racing, it was probably the last time it was winter nuts. <laughs> 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 so that have been, it must be about a year and a half right, yeah. since I've DNFed. Um, but the thing is that it was, I DNF, it was, I DNF races that I was having to race for the league. Oh, okay. And so as soon as, as soon as I wasn't going to get the points I I was racing for, yeah. then I think, well, I might as well um, rest and race yeah. better next week, which changes, it completely changes why you're, you're in a race, really. Um, whereas now, um, there's some races I do for the points, but actually, unless it's an injury, I'd quite happily finish any race and just see it as so right. it's enjoyable. Is, um, is the major series timed, or is it one of these ones without a chip? Yeah, it's timed, but the... There's no prizes for for winning. Okay. Um, it's they're not looking to attract the really top elite runners. They it's it's quite nice because you get a lot of different parks coming, and so you'll be able to see like 50 people in green because they're from a certain park. And mm-hmm. there's there's a little bit of pride I think between the parks, but it's 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 more for I'd, I'd say it's probably the uh, most people there is their first obstacle race. Oh, sorry, when you say between the park, I don't understand. What do you mean? That the how how does that work? You say between. Oh, the so so because British Mission Fitness is in parks. Oh yes, of course. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I travelled down with Finsbury, um, Gel, the uh, the main man. He he took two coaches for Finsbury and Shoreditch Park. Oh, we all travelled okay, together, yeah. and there was we had some beers after, and then Hyde Park went, and then Clapham went in a different, and so you get there and. Oh, I see. Yeah, they often buy. Uh, they'll all get t-shirts together, okay. so it's, it's quite nice in that respect. Mm. It's, but it's it's not necessarily all BMFers. So there was, do you know, HelloFresh, the company that they deliver. Oh yes, yes, I, yeah, yeah. So they were there, all wearing street child tops, which I was brilliant. That. Yeah, and they they just decided to do it as a company, and were doing charity, and. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it's, 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 unfortunately, the weather wasn't perfect, but, you know. Well, it's an excuse to get a dry robe on, though, isn't it? It is, yeah, exactly. It is. It's a great reason to get a dry <laughs> robe on. But it's all, it's all about the steeplechase next week. That's the big one now. Oh, wow. Can't wait. I mean, I'm not in good shape. Unfortunately, I had... Um, last week, I was I was ill all week leading up to the major, which is why I was, had a bit of a shocker. But, um, yeah, that's I've never finished the, the steeplechase. Have you not? No, it's my third attempt. So, yeah, I really, and, really want to make it. And and do you, oh okay. I was about to ask, do you want to? Is is this the time? Your time? Absolutely. Well, I've been injured the last two. One of them, I I I clipped a rock on the way down and and got injured out. The other one, I went into it injured. So this is the first time I've gone into it 
where I'm not injured. I wouldn't say I'm mega fit, but I'm, I, sh- I, I think I'm hopefully fit enough to make it to the last steeple um, and, and get the zipped hoodie, which is all I want. If not, <laughs> if not, if not I'm going to be distracting people and just trying to get one anyway. But, is um, that what you get for being in the last wave? A zipped hoodie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you. Really... That's like so you. That's all I wear is zipped hoodies. <laughs> I need another hoodie, another free hoodie. <laughs> Can you not buy one for the cost of entry? What are you about selling them? Like... It's only about twenty quid, I think, to enter. It's so cheap because all Red Bull events are. But it's it's the fact that I want to because I've I've had I've had a Red Bull zipped hoodie before that Ross got for me. Um, so I, I just want to have one that I've actually earned um, yeah. properly. But but even if they didn't have the zip hoodie, I, I want to make it through to the finish because I never have. Um, and it's the the top twenty make make it through the rest of the cut. So but it's it's going to be horrific. It's eighteen hundred meters of ascent, and uh, I think there's a and I'm going to do it dressed as um, Il Palio with the running the balls, which I do. Every time I've gone there, but I think there's going to be quite a few do badders. I think there are, well. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So it should be a good event. It's free bar afterwards, or it has been in the past. So I assume it will be. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what have you guys got coming up? I guess you're both mm-hmm. resting, are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not running for for weeks. No. Um. I've I've my my running watch suggests that I take eight days of rest, and I'm going <laughs> to set all of those. I'm actually going to follow it. Um. And then, like I say, over winter, I think I'm going to train on speed more than distance and yeah. uh and really try and get a, a good well r- actually run a park run and then try and get try and pb that every every couple of weeks I think, I think cardiff from what i remember is an unbelievably quick park run when i first did, when i first did a park run we were there to watch the rugby and we checked and i think there were three runners doing 15 minutes or quicker oh really yeah, so yeah, I, it's yeah. worth going just to mm. see that. It's also really flat, so... Whereabouts is it? I, I think... I haven't checked, but I think it's all in Butte Park. Okay. Quite, um, which It's quite big, and there's literally no hills. So if it's that one, there is no ascent. PB um, potential. Yeah, really good. And I don't have a 5k PB, because my last 5k PB was like 27 minutes before marathon training and i think during my marathon training something like 5k over 10k was quicker than that so well you might be able you might be back for this weekend uh this you, weekend. yeah if you, it doesn't feel like it at the moment but. it will it'll take at least three four days i think for your legs to to get warmed up but go for some walks that really helps yeah get running as quickly as possible that's the yeah. okay. that's the that's the thing okay yeah take you don't want to run hard but you want to you're having the movement actually gets the blood circling again and okay. also then breaks up slightly some of the tissue that right. might have uh, might have caught because you're you've got all these tiny um tiny cuts in your mitra mitochondrial is it yeah and um and so said, you, yeah you, i imagine that's what the word it sounded <laughs> that sounded right <laughs> so isn't the that first... the thing in star wars <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're running jedi <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if you've got, if you've basically got DOMS, and the, the the best cure for DOMS is actually alcohol. getting again. Okay. Yeah, and alcohol. And alcohol. Well. Yeah. And alcohol. Well, okay. that actually that takes quite nicely into you know um, we were going to have a discussion in um, a couple of weeks um, on a podcast about how to run um, your best 10k because I'm gonna in November I'm supposed to be running a 10k 
um, with um, with my wife. I've not got a, a 10k time. It's not a distance that I really know, so I don't really know how to how to race it. So um, so that might be quite useful if if uh, we're thinking about shorter distances to uh, to build up the speed over over winter. I'm also eyeing a um, a multi-stage ultra before Christmas. But I haven't before Christmas. I haven't uh, haven't asked permission to be away for the weekend yet. Um, you might be. <laughs> well, if if you do, there's going to be quite a few do badders there because I know Pete Reese and and quite a few of the people who are doing the MDS next year are planning on on doing it as their first multi dayer Yeah, it's a it's a a good one um, to uh, to prepare for it. But that uh, that reminded me of someone that I met while I was doing the uh, doing the ultra on uh, on Sunday. And um, you know, like you, on that sort of distance, you're running alongside people and chatting with them. And yeah. um, it turned out, and she was she was lovely and everything. Um, but she announced to me that she'd done uh, just done two um, Ironman. Uh, <laughs> Did you beat her? Did you then no, crush no, her? no, I didn't beat her. I didn't beat her at all. Um, and then she announced um, that she was going to be doing the MDS next year. And I basically let me right so. I, I basically told her that her triathlete training will mean nothing in the desert. It means absolutely nothing. <laughs> she needs to rethink her entire thing because every time a triathlete gets in the desert, they haven't got a clue because they're cyclists. She goes, well, the thing about cyclists, I go, no, no, they're cyclists. Triathletes are cyclists who do a bit of running. You need to work on your running. Yeah, she sort of ran off very quickly after that. If I, if oh, I <laughs> I don't know what her name was. I never, I never got it. Oh, so she ran off ahead of you after that. Yeah, no, she's do it. She was going to uh, do it with her, um, with her boyfriend, uh, the MDS. And I was like, you know, telling the story of, uh, yeah, Susie Chan and getting engaged and stuff like that. So, so maybe uh, he'll propose. Maybe that's what I kept suggesting. It's a great There's time a to do it. A lot of pressure. Yeah, there is now. <laughs> <laughs> well, of all the people, of all the people, fool. The, all the people I st- I'm like running alongside an ultra would be a bloody triathlete, wouldn't it? <laughs> Well, mate, as they're the only ones slow enough to be at the back because they're yeah. not running. <laughs> That's the other thing because the the route that uh, that ultra's on is a is a well known like cycle route uh, and everything. It's a, a a bridle way, and you just see them fly past you, and you just think you cheating bastards. Well, there are proper human beings doing human stuff like running under their own steam, and you're going by on your bikes just as though. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> it, was just, it was making me angry. Well, about nine, nineteen or eighteen. Well, should we uh, should we call it uh, should we call it a day there? Let's do it again. Congratulations, Eddie. Yeah, well Thank done, you. Eddie. And, and, and to both you. Well, I know I'm very proud to finish that ten k. Uh, <laughs> but if, if anyone's got any other questions for Eddie about what your first marathon's like, fire them into the group because um, it's Jody and I. We've we can't really remember what it's this long ago we did our first one and so actually it's really useful to have someone who's just been through it now it's fresh in their memory because there's so many things that you you forget um so fire it in fire it into the group or email us at letters at badboyrunning.com or badboyrunning1 uh, one on t- on twitter and um, remember this is going to be the start of um of basically the new series of eddie goes sub four so uh, we'll be following Eddie as it on his journey. Eddie and Jody go to sub. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think actually together. that's not that's yeah. We go go sub four together. That sounds sinister, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's gonna be great because we can. I think you should do a head to head for first sub four. We need to decide now what is the prize. Prize for first sub four. That's a great idea. Okay, do yeah. batters. You've got a yeah. What's the prize and what's the penalty? 
Oh, yes, but not, Christ. but not, <laughs> not being the first going sub four. Brilliant. So oh. we'll 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 put some some flesh on these bones, and we'll find a marathon that we think will be the one where uh, where they can take each other on. Edinburgh. Oh God! Oh, no. <laughs> God, we've got you guys. Have got to have a chance of finishing. <laughs> They're only dying. What like Ed was like the steeplechase? It's just you don't know that that the cutoff's happening. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, well, congratulations again, uh, Eddie's fantastic result. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, congratulations, Jodie, on finally getting back into racing. It's good Yay. to have you back. And congratulations, David, for making it another week where you're fucking showing off dry robes. Hey, hey, absolutely. And uh, get in the Facebook group, guys, and uh, get get commenting and send. There's been a lot of good activity this year, a lot of funny things. We'll we'll talk about it we'll more talk next cheating. week. We'll talk cheating very, very oh, soon. A lot of cheating talk. Cheating. Wow. Some good cheating as Kaboom. well. Kaboom. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bye 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 bye.